in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Just have an apology from Brother Chetty. He's uh, engaged. Amen. Now, Brother Lucky has just been admitted into the hospital. Uh, I think now they have just run a battery of tests. They, they think it is meningitis. They are just waiting for one specialist to confirm that, and then they will advise in terms of the next stages. But there is an and there is a likelihood of an operation. It's meningitis on the brain. Amen. But we know God. What is impossible with men is possible with God. How many believe that? And it just made me to pause. And remember how the brother came into the message. He, just to recap, for those that may not remember, uh, the wife was admitted unconscious because she had gone for uh, delivery. Uh, and then while she was there, she went into a coma. And even the newborn who had to be rushed into the ICU uh, then he gave me a call and said, Pastor, can we meet at church? Then we met. And he said, Pastor, I pray to God that if this message is the truth, and God must give me a sign by healing my baby and my wife. If he can do that, I will know that this message is the truth. Then I will renounce anything in my life and embrace this message fully. And God did deliver his wife and his child, and we dedicated them. But because the devil is very stubborn, amen, the devil is very stubborn, so he is attempting again to shake our brother, but we will stand in the gap. Amen. We will stand in the gap. We just solicit your prayers, and then we will remember him in prayer. I'll give you the details as the week goes by. Amen. And then Brother Watts, his uh, two uh, daughters have been admitted into the hospital. They've got a, a stomach back. Amen. Uh, we've got an answer to every demonic attempt. Amen. We've got an answer to every demonic uh, uh, attempt. And the name of Jesus Christ can break every spell. Amen. So shall we bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this evening. We are very much thankful that uh, we've got somewhere where we can run to. The scripture says, the name of the Lord is a mighty tower. The righteous run to it and are saved. And this evening, we've got this request before us. We remember our brother, Brother Lucky. And Lord, we know, and the devil knows that we need him in church. And Lord, we are claiming him back into church. And Lord, whatever is wrong, I know that we believe in a God that can do the miraculous even before the doctor can touch his body. There is a great physician that we know, and there has never been a case that has ever been brought before him that was ever deemed to be impossible. And this evening, as believers united in prayer and in faith, 
we are standing in the gap on behalf of our brother. And we send a prayer his way. And I say, Satan, I've got an instruction for you. Uh, Calvary is an answer even this evening. Whatever attempts that you would want to make on our brother, we've got uh, something that we can lift up, uh, which is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that will repel every demon that would want to derail the health of our brother. God, may you restore him fully. And Lord, even the daughters of Brother Watts, as they are in the hospital, it may look like a stomach bug, but to us we know it is the same David who is coming with his own attempts. But in the name of Jesus Christ, we are asking for a healing for those little kids, dear God. The devil is such a cruel man until such time he can even target vulnerable kids. Yes. But Lord, I'm glad that when you died on the cross, you said it is finished. Yes. The matter has been settled because our Savior hung on the cross and he uttered these profound words, it is finished. Yes. So Heavenly Father, may not only them only, there may be some that are here not feeling well. There may be some that are in their households that are not feeling well. We are sending a prayer their way. We know that you will restore Heavenly Father. We've just had a good a report of Sister Winnie who's doing very well. And Lord, we know that it is because of your mighty hand. And we say the same God that healed Sister Winnie will heal the rest of the people that we are presenting tonight. Because what you have done yesterday, you can do it today. And Lord, we just appreciate you to have you. I just wonder if we did not have the kind of God that we have, where were we going to run to? Yes. But this morning, I'm glad that you said you are with us, and even in us, until the end of the world. We committed them to you. We committed the reading of the word to you. May you undertake for us this evening, and may the anointing follow the scripture and the quotations that we'll be reading tonight as we commit every brother and every sister here to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. Or maybe as we're still standing up, amen. Apologies. Let us turn to the book of First Kings. First Kings chapter 19, verse 1 to 5. 1 Kings 19, 1 to 5. We found it written this manner. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Bathsheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey, into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough now, O Lord, to take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. 
And as he lay and slept under the juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. Amen. Let's just turn to Proverbs 26, verse 20 only. Proverbs 26, verse 20. It reads in this manner, if it is found, Amen. Maybe just bow your heads. Just bow your heads. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, I'm standing here, dear God, as your servant to confront this demon head on. And I say, demon, you've got no right. This is a sister. She made a decision to come to church. And Lord, we've got no such respect for such attempts by the enemy. And I say, Satan, you have no right this evening. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. And I know we don't know what is wrong, but we know that it is the demon. And she, he hates it when the sister is in church. And Heavenly Father, we adjure this demon to live. And I say, may you restore whatever is wrong, dear God. And I say, Satan, you have so not no respect at all. This is in the presence of the Almighty God. And at this point in time, I rebuke you. I adjure you to leave this body. You have no right at all, dear God. And as believers, we are running around to the sister. I say there is the blood that was shed 2,000 years ago. And Jesus Christ is alive tonight. Jesus Christ. I'm crying out. I say, Satan, may you leave this body. And Lord, you said, whatever you will ask in your name, you shall do it. And at this point in time, this demon is trying to challenge us, but it cannot stand in the presence of the Almighty God. You've got no authority to disturb the service, Satan. May you leave. We as the believers, we've got the authority under the ministry of the hour. There is a message that went forth. There is a prophet that came forth. There is a pillar of fire that is leading the bride. And we say, God, may you restore our sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask for the healing of her body right now. Not tomorrow, not you next week. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, Satan, leave this body. Hallelujah. Amen. committed it to God. Let's not worry. God is in charge. Amen. Amen. I was still reading from Proverbs 26 verse 20. The Bible says where no wood is there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tail bearer the strife seeth. Amen. Are we together? Amen. I think we can take our seats. No, don't be shaken. 
We have praise and God knows what he's doing. Amen. Hallelujah. How many believe that power, prayer is the most powerful thing? Amen. Once you have committed a matter to God, that settles it. Amen. We live during a time where Satan is becoming vicious because he knows his time is up. Amen. How many believe that Satan's time is up? Amen. And this message, it is an answer to every demonic attack. Amen. This morning, evening, I just want to take a couple of minutes and just to speak to you. When I was looking at the life of Elijah, and the brother Branham spoke about it in the message, What do West hear thou, Elijah? And it was from when he was coming from Mount Cayman after a direct confrontation with the prophets of Baal. And right there, after he had conquered, then Brother Branham said, the stages was him on the mountain and him under the juniper tree and him in the cave. Amen. And Brother Brenham speaks, he looked at him when he was under the cave. And we have come to know that in modern days, uh, we can say Elijah got depressed. It was depression that we see under the juniper tree. Are we together? Now, I want to speak about spiritual burnout. Hallelujah. Spiritual burnout. Brother Brenham often would trace certain diseases in the natural and often say what you see in the natural happens in the spiritual realm. He spoke about the message spiritual amnesia and it says there is a natural amnesia and there is spiritual amnesia. Are we together? So every demon that manifests itself in the physical realm, it has to manifest first in the spiritual realm. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Are you with me this evening? And then we are just going to look at that for a couple of minutes. Are we together? Amen. Amen. Now, Brother Brenham says in this message, a life story. Uh, he says, if somebody, if somebody talks, and, and maybe before I get there, just to give a, a background of what causes these uh, conditions or what is a, a burnout. A burnout is, a, is an exhaustion uh, of physical and emotional strength. But now I'm going to include and slot something and say spiritual or motivation usually as a, as a result of prolonged stress or frustration. So that means when you come under a severe stress that is prolonged, it brings you into a state where you have a burnout. And spiritually speaking, I can say, when you come under sustained pressure for a period of time, it brings you into a state where you experience a burnout. And I will tell you what is a burnout. And a burnout, often you can say it is synonymous between or depression and, and burnout. There is correlation there. Because, uh, and often a lot of times, especially within certain cultures, uh, depression is often underestimated. 
And that is why within those cultures you are beginning to see suicide rates skyrocketing because uh, you find that people cannot say, I'm depressed. Hallelujah. They would find other reasons other than to say, I'm depressed. Some can claim witchcraft. Some can claim whatever forces. But I'm simply saying all these things, they've got a spiritual source. Are we together? Are we are you believers? Now, uh, there, there comes a time because of pressure and because of what you go through. And what normally happens before somebody commits suicide is because the body is struggling to survive, but the mind has given up. Are we together? And because the mind has been overwhelmed uh, because of life, the pressures of life, it gets to a stage where an individual say, what is the use for me to live? Hallelujah. And the, but the ultimate goal of depression is that you need to take your life. It's actually a demon of suicide. Yes, but it first manifests itself as a depression. And a depression sometimes, it's, it's like, it's like uh, uh, the wave of the ocean raging within you when nobody knows what is happening around you, but there is a wave raging within you. That is why a lot of times the people that commit suicide, when you go to their loved ones, they often say, but she was here smiling and everything was fine. Are we together? It's because what's happening, they gave you a makeup, but it was not the reality of what is happening. And a lot of times, we people, we hide behind the smile. Hallelujah. And based on what we see on the surface, people presume that everything is right. But within you, there is a commotion that is going on. And we only realize when it is late and after an individual has taken their lives. Are we together? But this evening, I'm glad to report to you that there is a place uh, that God has designated for a believer to go to to resolve all those things that are not visible to the naked eye. And that is the juniper tree. And every believer this evening needs a juniper tree. And folks, let me tell you something. It's good to pretend that you are stronger. But without God, none of us is stronger. All of us, we are weaker without the Almighty God. We are drawing strength from God. And without Him, our energy or our spiritual strength has been cut off or has been compromised. And this evening I say, God, I thank you that I've got a place where I can run to. And where the believers can run to. And their matters can be resolved. Are we together? Now... To show that it's a, it's, a, it's a question of a mind. It's a state of mind. And Brother Brenham has told us in the message, the greatest battle ever fought. He said this battle is being fought in a human mind. He said there was no place where it could be fought. A human mind was chosen right there where the battle had to rage. Are we together? So what is happening, the devil is interested in capturing your mind. The enemy is interested in capturing your mind. Because even as I'm speaking right now, whatever I say to you, it goes through the womb of the mind first before it can be consumed in your spiritual environment. Are we together? And that's why later on, Brother Brandon, you would hear, he would speak about the subconscious mind and the conscious mind and the relation between the two. And he says, when they agree, then the miraculous is going to happen. Are we together? 
Now, to show that uh, this thing, it's a, it's a mind. It's a battle of mind. When, when, you, when you're experiencing, I'm just starting in the natural, when you experience a, a, an intense, intense mental fatigue, where, I don't know whether some people have ever gone through that, the body is fine, but the mind is tired. When you experience a mental fatigue, and, and, and you are tired, and maybe you are even about to, to drowse off, and, and somewhat a call comes through, maybe around 9 o'clock in the evening, and they tell you that, listen, uh, uh, on Monday, you need to start at that senior position. We have decided that we are going to promote you without you going through the interview. Immediately, that fatigue leaves you. Uh, you, you struggle to sleep because now you are excited. What, what is the difference between five minutes before you received the call and five minutes after you received the call? It's because you received the news that were positive and they had an impact on your, on your mental stimuli. And as it, when it had the, 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 the positive reaction, then the fatigue leaves you. So what, it does, that, what does that tell you? It tells you that Whatever your mind feeds on, either will make you rise or will break you. Are we together? And I'm saying this evening, the Christian has got the Bible. The Bible is the best weapon that God has ever given to a Christian. Because with the Bible, a Christian can meditate. And folks, let me put it this way. If you don't have moments of solitude, where moments where you break away from the crowd and you find a quiet time where you pray, you are going to better. It may see, look like you're coping without that, but let me tell you, these things, they accumulate over time. Yes. And when they accumulate over time, it gets to a certain spot at some point in time where you get overwhelmed and all of a sudden you break down. Are we together? And I'm saying, don't wait until you get to that stage. You must always find, go and read about our master. It often say he was out there praying alone. Are we together? And I'm saying you, if the master many times the Bible say, as he was praying alone, you've got to find your moments where you are praying alone. Are we together? You've got to have your own moments where you come and your experience with God is, is, is renewed. Are you together? Yes. Amen. Now, before even I get into that, there are certain symptoms that uh, will show that you are experiencing a burnout spiritually. The first one, even before I get to the quotations, loss of joy. Loss of joy. And, and you look at this. For a Christian has got to have a moment of solitude. A moment where they are alone and having a quiet time. But if your thoughts are not pleasant thoughts, you are not going to have a good time when you are alone. A lot of times, folks, and, and that's why when, when a person fights you, before you fight it back, you need to pause. Sometimes it's not about you. It's because the person is experiencing an internal struggle. And how they manifest that, they will find a person that be, whoever, who, who becomes a target of those emotions. Are we together? And you will see an example. 
a, a young man that has been raised up in an abusive environment, he's got to find somebody that he makes he, him or her the subject of abuse. Are we together? It's because what is in him, he wants to release that because it is unpleasant when it is in him. And then the same thing you as a believer, when you've got joy, you want to transmit joy to other people. Are we together? And that is why within scientific circle it will say the energy is never lost. It is simply transferred from one source to the next source. Are we together? Now, loss of joy, and that is why David later, when he experienced that burnout, he said, Lord, restore the joy of my salvation. The second thing, even before I get into my notes, pessimism. There are people that are pessimistic about everything. They don't see positivity in anything. If, if, even when you try to speak about them that, look, uh, such and such is going to happen, to them it's gloomy. They cannot see any, any ray of sunshine in their environment. Are we together? And those are and, and you, how do we get it? You must remember what may, used to what used to make you happy. If it does not make you happy anymore, a lot of times it's not the thing. It's because of your condition. If the message used to make you feel joyful and you are no longer joyful, you are disconnected somehow. It does not mean the message does not have power. The message still has power. But you as an individual, you are disconnected, and you must come and be connected. Are we together? Detachment. Detachment. Uh, when a person experiences burnout, they, they don't prefer a fellowship. They don't prefer a company, either of a family or of believers, if it is in a spiritual environment. They prefer their own corner until maybe somebody would say, me, I prefer the indoors. I don't want to interact with anyone. Let me tell you something. When you are an eagle, you want to interact with other eagles. Hallelujah. Eagles love fellowship. When, when we come to church together, what made us to come here tonight, it is not because we want to see the pastor. That is the list of our priorities. What is critical is that we want to meet other eagles so that uh, their, their positivity or their strength must rub off us. Hallelujah. As we are enjoying the weight and being recharged by God, then we recharge one another. How are you? How are you keeping up? We are praying for you. And if there is a prayer request like we have done, then we pray for you. Are we together? Now, another thing, it's a, it's a, it's a, a such a, increased irritability. Uh, uh, small things, they really set you off until a person wonders that, I didn't think that it was a big deal, but your reaction towards that, insignificant as it is, it sets you off until people realize that, goodness, I didn't know that it, should, it would result in something like that. Are we together? But I, I'm done there. Let me come to my notes. Brother Brenham says in this message, all things are possible to them, paragraph 9. He says, when you, you have been prayed up for many times, he speaks to a lady that has come on the podium. You have been prayed up for before many times. What you are trying to get a hold, you are trying to get a hold of something. Is right or it's right on you. It's now. When you are up here, 
When you are up here, then you drop down here, and when you are down here, you are moody, low, and nervous and upset. You have really upset spells like that, mental condition. What makes you feel that way? First, you come, when you are here, you say, I've got my healing. Then you drop down here and you say, oh, I lost it. Because you let yourself down here. You've got to, he says, stay up there. Hallelujah. Stay upright there and put a ring around there. And God will bless you right there. Are we together? So that means as believers, that's why we've got the arms and the lows. Are we together? And the devil is not going to attack you during your arms. He's going to target you during your lows. But as a believer, how do you stay at the up? My Bible says he's moving us from power to power. From glory to glory. And when you come to the service and you read your Bible and you listen to your tape, all you are simply saying, you say, God, I don't want to go down there. I want to remain at this level because this is the realm of blessings. And a lot of diseases, the devil waits for us to drop down there. And when we drop down there, then you've got heart conditions. Then you've got a high blood pressure. But when you are up there, you are refreshed daily. And I'm simply saying tonight, every believer must come into the presence of the Shekinah glory. Where you are refreshed daily, you've got no moment of negativity. For you, it's a testimony after testimony. It's a victory after victory. It's a blessing after blessing. It's a power after power. But who's responsible? It's not the church. It's not the pastor. You as an individual, you must see that your fire never runs out. Are you together? Did you get that one? Amen. Now, Brother Brennan says here, he says, and, and, and folks, you are a creator of eternity trapped in time. And because you are trapped in time, Time has got an effect on you, even though you are a believer. Even though you are a believer, your hair turns gray. Even when you are a believer, you get to a point where your face gets wrinkled as you age. What does it mean? It does not mean that you being a creature of eternity in time, it makes you immune from certain things. Our Lord Jesus Christ, he was a man that was 33 years, but he looked like he was 50. And Brother Bram said it was because of pressure on him. Are we together? And if it was like that with him, it is going to be like that with you. I'm simply saying that to you. You don't ever be a superman. Don't ever be a superwoman. A lot of times, and I'll give you an example what I've observed over the time. Normally when, when, when I, I, I go and, and conduct funeral services, Obviously, you get to a time where you interact with the members of the family. I've interacted with the Lord. Often, some some cultures uh, they don't believe that you you need to cry when you are there. It 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 you, they don't want to lose their composure. If they cry, they will even say, "Excuse me." But because they it gets bottled up in them, 
Later on, they've got to find a psychologist where they cry before the psychologist. And in certain cultures, they really cry. They really, even if they've got to pass out crying, they've got to pass out. What I have observed a lot of times is that when, when there is a funeral or when there is a death case, a lot of times he will look stronger. I've seen it even in my family. He will look stronger during the proceedings, they're on top of their things. That one, you've got to wash them out. They are the ones that are a potential hazard. The ones that are crying out, it is they've got the opportunity to release that, that negative energy or whatever. They're able to mourn and let go. But the one that, and actually the one that will actually check on everybody else, are you fine? Ah, I'm fine. Are you fine? I'm fine. And looks like he's in, they're in charge. A lot of times, within them, something is accumulating. And by the time they realize what happened, it is sometimes it's too late. They've got nervous breakdown. Are we together? That's why I'm saying you must never try to be a superman. You must never try to be a superwoman. That is why there is an outlet called prayer where a believer goes at the feet of Jesus and weep at the feet of Jesus and release the pressure at the feet of Jesus. I hope we are together with me. Many men are dying and many men, the, the Bible in the hand and time say, men's hearts shall fail. But how do men's hearts fail? It's because men, they want to be Michael. They want to be like they are in charge of the situation. While within, there is a spiritual cancer that is taking place. Before the family knows what is going on, it's already late. Are we together? Folks, even brothers, it's never wrong to go to the feet of Jesus and cry. You are not a CC. He's your creator. He created you and he is the source of your strength. Are we together? If you don't cry at the feet of Jesus, where shall you cry? Where shall you go? I hope we are together. Brother Brennan, what I liked about this prophet, he wasn't trying to be a superman. In the message, God, in his way, paragraph 6, he says, I wonder sometimes. I get so discouraged. You will get discouraged. And when you get discouraged, you've got to encourage yourself. David, when he was discouraged in Ziklag, he encouraged himself. You've got a soldier, will, the Bible says a man will fall seven times, but a righteous man will rise seven times. Are we together? You, when you have fallen, you don't just relax on your belly. You've got to rise again. Because why? You're a soldier. Brother, I say, I get so discouraged. And this I can expound on it. You want to tell me a man that spoke face to face with God. The man that the pillar of fire came. The man when he preached, a piano will play by the angel. The same man, he comes around and he says, I get discouraged. Do you get discouraged? Are there moments where you get discouraged? Your prophet was discouraged, but he will tell you what is the remedy when you are discouraged. He said, I get so discouraged. It's a wonder my wife can put up with me. Folks, let me put it this way. When you look at the persona of the prophet in the public forum, Billy Paul, in one of the testimonies, he says, Brother Brennan, when he was on the pulpit, he took charge. A lot of times he'll say, I take every spirit in the building under my control for the glory of God. 
When demons came, he confronted them head on. But when the anointing left Brother Brenham, Billy Paul said Brother Brenham used to cry like a baby. And I'm going to read a quotation where he said, there are times where I cry like a baby. I don't know what to do. But when the anointing comes on him, he is able to confront the enemy. When the anointing was on Elijah, he confronted Jezebel. But when the anointing left him, he ran into the cave. I said, God, let the anointing always be with me. No matter where I go, let the anointing be with me. Because when the anointing is with you, then you've got boldness. Amen. I get so discouraged. It's a wonder my wife can put up with me. After the meeting, I feel so moody. It does happen to me. Hallelujah. It does happen to every pastor. As I move around, I'll ride along, you'll understand. A good Sunday means a bad Monday. Because Brother Bromley said the devil wants to shake your confidence on what you have had on Sunday. He said, how do you know the week will pan out? A good Sunday, it's a good start to a great battle. Hallelujah. But if I were you, I'll say, God, the same anointing that was with me in church, I need the same anointing on Monday morning because if I cannot have that anointing, I'm in trouble with the devil. Amen. And you remember, brother, we say an anointing, it's a person. It's Christ. After the meeting, I feel so moody. I cry a while. I walk around a while and say, oh, I'm a total failure. I don't see why the Lord has ever had anything to do with me. And these things, God allows them, folks. Sometimes you preach, you walk away, you feel, have the people really heard me? And the devil says, they haven't heard you. You are a total failure. And that is why when you thought the message was horrible, another brother comes and says, that message was an answer to my life. Then you say, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Why? That's how the prophet used to feel like. The same with you. There are times where the devil will drive you to a spot where you feel, I'm a total failure. But Brother Bram has got a remedy for you. He says, I don't see why the Lord, eh, the Lord ever had anything to do with me. It's, it's coming out from under the anointing. It says, when you are up there, you feel like you could pack the world away. When you are down here, it's all right. But it's between the two. You see the fluctuation moving from up there to down here, up there. And it says, like Elijah was on the mountain, when he called the fire out of heaven, then he called rain out of the heavens. After it had not rained for three years, what an anointing. Called up 400 billion priests and chopped their heads off. What a powerful anointing. Then went down into the desert and the threat of a woman ran him out into the desert. And when the anointing left him, he was 40 days wandering out there in that wilderness. And God found him, in, found him pulled back in a cave. No need to explain it. You can't explain it. And when he was right there in the tomb, you remember he said, I'm the only one remaining. 
And whenever you get to the point where you say, I'm the only one, that means now there is a superwoman or superman mentality. You are going to be overwhelmed. God said to you, are not the only one. I still have people that have not bowed down to bar. Are we together? And I'm saying tonight, whatever problem that you may be going through, you are not the only one. There are other people that are going through tough stuff than what you are going through. If I were you, I say, if other people are still holding on, I will hold on in my tab. But a lot of times the devil wants to make you feel like you are alone. No one can understand what I'm going through. No one has ever handled this before. Oh, you are so wrong. You are king of glory. He took a human flesh. And whatever you are going through, he has gone through that. And he made a promise, I will be with you. Yes. And even in you, until the end of the world. Yes, I wish you gave. Brother Bram says, what does thou hear? Paragraph 51. It's very strange. Pastor here knows, and other ministers, watch after your mount came up. You are going to have a juniper tree. Whenever a man has a blessing and the power of God pours down and does something for you, look out. Satan is on the track. Just remember the next day, that morning after a good day on Sunday is going to be a hard thing. Because he's going to do everything he can to knock that confidence out of you that the Holy Spirit instilled in you the day before. Now you see why? It's not a blue Monday. It's actually a demonic Monday. Why is it a demonic Monday? Because you had a spiritual Sunday and the devil is waiting for you on Monday when believers are not there, when the musicians are not there, when all the sermon is not there, and you there you are alone. But if I were you, I would say, the one that was with me in church, I have not left him in church. The one that I was worshipping in church, I did not leave him in church. He is here with me on Monday. Are we together? God is not only God on Sunday, he is God on Monday. He is God on Tuesday. He is God even when it is not a payday. He is God throughout the month. Even during the month, week, he is still God. Are we together? And Brother Bram says, in the message, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, after all this, still it wasn't sufficient. The little old Elijah, he didn't know what to do. So he ran to the juniper tree. I'm glad there is a juniper tree. All God's people need to go to that juniper tree. All of you that are sitting here, you need to go to that juniper tree. And folks, let me tell you something. We are living during a neurotic age. Every man that is there is under pressure of some sort. Because every morning you are supposed to fight to survive. And there's never been a time, and I often say to the sisters, in our time it's not easy being a man. And in our time it's not easy being a sister. All demons in the end time have been unleashed upon the believers. And they are there to wreak havoc. Something goes wrong. Are we together? And a lot of times you want to balance the family. You want to balance the work. You want to balance your life. You want to balance. It sounds like you've got so many balls in the air. And you don't know which one to catch. Let me tell you. Don't catch anything. You catch God. God will catch everything on your behalf. Are we together? Brother Brenham says. I will come to this one. He says in this message. 
life story. And what brings Ben out? A lot of times is what people say about you. If you keep on entertaining that, you're gonna go, you're gonna have a burn out. Because you can't satisfy everyone. Are we together? But uh, if I were you, I'll give you a recipe. Satisfy him. All those that love him will be satisfied. Amen. Amen. Brother Ram said, if someone talks about you, this is the message life story, and you talk back about them, God can't fight your battle. You are fighting it yourself. Just let loose and let him do it. Just commit it to him. The greatest weapon that I know of of a Christian today is a committal to God. When you can do nothing about it, just commit it to him. God will take care of it. If something is beyond you, commit it to him, leave it with him, he will deal with you. What brings us to a bend down is because we forget Whose battle is this? It's not your battle, it's the Lord's battle. Hallelujah. All you've got to do, you've got to go and report to him, I think the battle is raging in this manner. He knows what to do in the battle. Are we together? Brother, I'm back on that. What here, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, I'm glad that there is a juniper tree. And all God's people need to go to that juniper tree. And folks, let me put it this way. Drug trafficking is increasing in this country. Drugs are all over. And this town is the second that is leading in the country after Cape Town because we are right next to Swaziland and Mozambique. And as a result, young people in this town are being ravaged by drugs. And later we found out it's not only young people, even professionals are on drugs because people cannot cope. There's too much pressure upon the people. Business people are under pressure. Professionals are under pressure. Parents are under pressure. It's a neurotic age. Then some, they found stimulants like drugs to escape from the reality. Are you with me? And I'm saying... Drugs are dangerous. The best drug is Jesus Christ. It has no side effects. Amen. God's people need to go to that juniper tree. It's a place where he was so discouraged. He didn't know what to do. So he ran out to himself and got under the juniper tree. Many of us feel like going there. And today when we see the institutions filled with people of God, nervous breakdowns, tensions, it makes us all want to run to the juniper tree. Even believers can end up in a mental institution. Remember Brother Brenham said, a man can be filled, go and read it in the message, demonology, I read it many times in this church, a man can be full of the Holy Ghost and still lose his mind. 
because it has nothing to do with the soul. But when you are under pressure, all those inlets of the spirit, they come under pressure. You are not able to remember things the way you put things. It's because the stress levels are high. And I'm saying, the other time I was talking to another sister, I say, Pastor, I can't cope. I want to fix this. I say, Sister, let it, whatever falls apart, let it fall apart. Sometimes when things fall apart, that's when they fall into place. Are we together? Sometimes you just need to say, I let go. I'm switching off. And I need to go and commit it to God. And if I've committed to God, God will deal with it. The whole problem that we're having mind battles is because we try to deal with everything. You can never solve anything. You were never made to solve anything. He solves everything. He must come in you. He will solve everything. Are we together? Amen. Brother Brennan says, and we need to speak within the black community, depression is not witchcraft. It's a mental condition. Mental illness is not a witchcraft. Yes, it's demonic. It needs a remedy. Doctors can do something about it. Even God can do something about it. Are we together? Expectation, paragraph 39, Brother Brenham says, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, he speaks these things in 1955. What more about in 2017? He says, I just want to say, there's so many people passing through here that suffering from mental oppression. Mental oppression is depression yeah. in the modern day language. Demon manifestation, but oppression. Satan I saw a vision break before me of a young lady. She went back there and sat down a few minutes ago. I mean, this sister went into the church and Brother Musei, she went past him and went to take a seat and says, I think she's, she went back there and sat down a few minutes ago. She thinks she has crossed the separating line. Don't let Satan tell you that. As long as you love God, God still loves you. As long as you still love God, God loves you. It has to be a creator to make that creation in your heart to make you love God. Do you believe that? God believing with all your heart that's Christ. Brother Brennan sees this lady. Maybe she didn't even know what she was going through. She's coming around. She's got depression. And she takes a seat there. And Brother Brennan looks beyond the depression. The depression spirit is telling her, you have crossed the line between mercy and judgment. Now you wonder why our young people abuse themselves. A lot of time they think that God has given up on them. And when a human being comes to that stage, they will abuse themselves. Either by drugs or by fornications, or by adultery, or by doing all sorts of these tattoos all over the body, is because they are trying to find their identity, which they have lost. Are we together? But I'm simply saying, the best answer is for the people to return back to God. The best answer is for the believers to return back under the juniper tree. And when you are under the juniper tree, you are there alone. It's a time of meditation. And here's my advice. When you get to those stages, come under the juniper tree and begin to remember small victories. The devil wants you to remember all the failures, but he doesn't want you to remember the victories. And when you begin to remember the victories, 
they energize you to go and more and more and achieve more victories. Are we together? When Daniel, when David felt, when he got to a place where he was discouraged, he must have sat down and said, but when that lion came, how did I kill that lion? And when he remembered, he said, it is possible with God. And the day he met the bear, because he remembered his testimony with the lion, he was able to defeat the bear. And later when he met Goliath, he said, if I destroyed the lion and I destroyed the bear, Goliath surely is nothing. And I'm simply saying in your life, what have you destroyed? Some of you destroyed drinking. Some of you destroyed running around. And today you are a daughter of God. And the devil wants to tell you that you are nothing. Tell him the same God that found me in the world and brought me to the message. He is still the same God tonight. And he is more than enough to take me into the rapture. In the message expectation. Did you hear on the Proverbs we said, where no wood is, the fire runneth out. Who's got to go and find the wood? It's you. So that your fire does not run out. Which fire? The fire on the altar of your heart. How do you make sure that it is sustaining, it's burning 24 hours, 7 days a week, 375, 365 days a year? Is when you stay with the tapes. It's not just a rhetoric, folks. A tape, they say normally, uh, because during our time, you know, even with food, the devil wants to kill you physically. The things that we're eating these days is just poison. Yes, we love them. It's junk, it's nice, but it's it's the devil. Yes, I still cook for many years. It's a poison. Are we together? It's good when you make a salary. That's it's all about. It's about profits. Are we together? McDonald's will never tell you that things are wrong. But I am simply saying, if people, the whole of China as we are speaking right now, the the carbon uh, 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 the soda drinks have been overtaken by the water market. So the Chinese are drinking more water than they are drinking cold drinks. And the Chinese, their, their, their lifespan is longer than most of the most of the nations. And because why? A Chinese man, when you put a plate of food before him, he wants to check how was it prepared. And if there are certain things that he considers to be harmful to his health, he would not eat that. And if people are beginning to be health conscious, Christians have got to be spiritually healthy, conscious. Are we together? As we are sitting right now, they are talking about the pH level, how you need to make sure that your body, the alkaline, is balanced, your body is not toxic. Are we together? And when you don't do that, and you say, ah, goodness, like another guy, they were talking about health food. He said, me, I don't care about that. I eat the cow, the cow eats the grass. I won't eat the grass. Are we together? But guess what? The same guy that said no, he is the cow because the cow ate the grass. Later he had to do and do a bypass surgery. Because he had clots. Because why? He was not checking what he was eating. Spiritually, do you check what you are eating? Some of our burnout is because of things that we read. If you read the daily side, you're going to have a burnout. 
There's nothing positive yes. about that. Yes. And folks, I'm telling you, even we get to a stage where even news, just to have a radio playing 24 hours, is just bringing negativity into your house. A Christian has got a thinking man's filter. He filters what comes into his environment. Are we together? It's not just anything goes and you receive anything. You will die spiritually. And furthermore, you will die naturally. Are we together? This age calls for responsible believers. Amen. And somebody says, healthy food are not nice. Junk is nice. Even spiritual sin is attractive. But it will lead you to death. Amen. Brother Bram speaks to this sister and say in the message, expectation, Come, sister. Look this way now to leave. He says, look this way now to leave. You've got to love this prophet. He's got a way of speaking. I'm just closing now. He's got a way of speaking. A, 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 a young woman comes to him. He has, has got a baby that was sick. And Brother Brennan looks at the young woman and says, sister, your baby is very sick. He says, you were in a Catholic church. You left Catholic and you joined to the Pentecostal church. You have not been back to that Pentecostal church for a year. He says, all this came upon your baby so that you can come to cry. And say, Let it bring, give me the baby so that I can bless the baby. The baby was not sick. Did you get that one? Amen. Amen. He says, look, Believe on the Lord Jesus with all your heart. Now, you are suffering from mental oppression. That's depression again, which is nervousness. You keep having strange and crazy thoughts running through your mind, especially right late in the evening. Some people, when the sun sets, they become gloomy. They've got no peace because before you sleep, you've got to spend time with your mind. Meditate. And if you don't have peaceful thoughts, it's that time where you've got mind battles. And it says, especially at night, you get really weak. Many times you have sat down and when the sun is setting, you get a gloomy spell comes on you. And the devil is trying to tell you, you're going to lose your mind. Those things are true, lady. You were prayed before you come. You prayed and said, if God, if you'll give me a prayer card and put me before the platform, I'll believe you'll heal me. Is that right? Then it says, God has rewarded you and your faith has healed you. And in one message, he says to another sister, he says, sister, every evening you open the window as the sun sets and you have gloomy spells. You feel down. And he says, how did I know that you stand next to the door? He says, Jesus Christ saw you. And if he saw you, he can heal you. The danger during our time, people are spiritually fatigued. And that is why love has left the people because people cannot be impatient. Their irritability has gone up because there is no inner peace. And when there is no inner peace, there's always fights around you. When there is inner peace, you transmit a peace. And such as you have, 
so shall you give. And I say this evening, what you have, God bless you. Let's stand to our feet. Sister Angela has gone home. They've just completed the exams. And even Sister Levo, they've gone home. They've just completed the exams. Amen. How many love him this evening?
Jesus say, pass me not gently, Savior, or Savior, Savior, only the chorus. I would invite you that once we come to the end of it, all of us, let's join up in prayer for all the people that are sick that we know of. Hallelujah. When believers are united in prayer, God is obligated to hear from above. Uh, shall we do that, folks? Hallelujah. It's a time where we intercede on behalf of our brethren. And God hears you. He will respond to your heart's desire. Amen. Savior, Savior. Savior, Savior. Awesome. 
and we are crying out unto you and say, Have mercy. And tonight, here are men and women, dear God, they come from their household. You know their battles, you know what they are fighting again. I'm remembering them in prayer. I'm remembering their children in prayer. I'm remembering their marriages. I'm remembering their job. I'm remembering every avenue of their life. And I say, may you, God, come down and bless every area of their life. Oh, God, we thank you. You said, when we are with you, who can be against us? Not even a single demon can stand before the great army of God. Because Michael is here to defend his people. And Lord, we glorify your name. The name of Jesus Christ still has power. The name of Jesus Christ can still cast out demons. This is the name that was given to humanity. And outside of this name, there is no other name. And when believers breathe this name in prayer, demons are bound to tremble. And tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are asking for a healing. We are asking for an intercession. Wherever they are, deliver them, dear God, so that the power of God can be known, so that the testimony of the living God can be said by all when they have experienced the power of God. There is nothing impossible with you. We remember, Brother Raiki, and we say, even before the operation, we saw when the third pole came, Brother Brown said, before the doctor can touch it, Nina, Oh God, deliver me now. And tonight I'm saying before the doctor touch our brother, there is a great physician. A message has been declared in the light. The pillar of fire has been returned in the end time. And I say, may you go there and heal our brother. And brother, what is going His kids in the hospital. We can come before your prayer, before your throne, and ask for the little kids to be delivered. And when Sister Chetty was not feeling well, Oh God, we are asking for you to come and intervene. May your power be manifested. May every demon know that they cannot stand before the finished work of Calvary. And we subdue every demon. We bring every demon under the subjection of the Almighty God. And we set every man and woman free. We spoke about the demon of mental oppression. And many people, because of the pressure of time, they are now under pressure, but we are crying out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every person that is tormented by that spirit, we set them free in the name of Jesus Christ. We are standing like John and Peter when we say, silver and gold we have none. But such as we have, we give it unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up and walk. And may your power reign. May the weight reign. May the table be defeated. Our prophet said, God will back up his weight. He will have to bankrupt the heavens before he can allow his weight to fail. And he said, This weight will defeat the enemy anyway, anytime, and under any condition. And this evening, there is no condition that the weight of God can never intervene in. And we are pleading on behalf of the people that need prayer. And we say, God, may you intervene. May you intervene. May you heal them. May you deliver them. May you save them if they need to be saved. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Savior, Savior. While we are still singing gently, Brother Hart, if you can just come and wrap up in prayer for us.
Take us away from you, Lord, and to, to separate us, Lord. Give us the strength that we need. I thank you for interceding with the pastor, Lord, giving him the strength to give us this message tonight, Lord. And I thank you for sending Brother Branham to give us this message, Lord. Without that, we will not know what we know today. And Elijah, Lord, just as he went under the tree to get strength and, and run away and to know that he is without he's without power if he does not have the anointing, Lord. Yes. Give us the anointing. Let Give us the strength. Lord, in Jesus' name I ask this. Amen. 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 Maybe any worshiping song. And then after we are done, have a blessed week of what remains of it. See you on Sunday. Amen. Amen.